You're listening to Prosperous Coach Podcast with host Rhonda Hess, helping you to choose a smart coaching niche and launch your coaching business with confidence. Hey, coaches, I am so glad that you are spending some time with me today. I feel so lucky that you are. You have lots of things to do, and I just really appreciate it when you tune in. This episode is part one of two episodes about how to selectively and wisely decide where to invest your time, energy, and money, especially in opportunities that come your way as a coach. And there are lots of opportunities flowing to you. I know there are things like more skills training, masterminds, online training programs, business apps, how-to programs that teach a marketing tactic. And also you're getting offers sometimes to send you leads or promote you. Maybe you're getting offers to partner with another coach or an expert. And all of these things coming at you when you are a new coach, it's kind of hard to know what to say yes to and what to say no to. Today, specifically, we're going to dig into the bright, shiny object syndrome. And I bet you know what that is. That's when you have this incredible impulse to invest your money in training apps, all sorts of bells and whistles that are supposed to help your business grow. And it's such a strong draw, such a strong drive to spend the money. That's what the bright, shiny object syndrome is. So I want to ask you, have you ever taken an expensive training or enrolled in a mastermind, and and though it felt wonderful while you were in it, when you look back on it, you think, well, I didn't really move very far forward in that group. I enjoyed it. I met some people I liked, but I just haven't been able to apply what I learned. And that leaves you feeling bad, like there's something wrong with you. There's a simple reason for that situation and that feeling, which is that you may not have been developmentally ready for that particular program that you invested in. If you're investing in a lot of things, one of the worst results of it is that it's eating up your profits. And that's just keeping you away from something you really want, which is to earn well as a coach. So I have a bunch of tips and mindset mastery coming your way here today. Before we dive further in, I want to thank you. With your support, Prosperous Coach Podcast has surpassed 4,000 downloads with just our 20th episode. And I wanted to give a shout out to Kate in Basel, Switzerland. Kate wrote me and said, I've been really enjoying your podcast, and I want to thank you for the really helpful, clear, and good vibes content that you are sharing. I always look forward to hearing your intro music. So thanks a lot, Kate, and thank you all for the fantastic reviews and ratings that you're giving my podcast. It really makes me feel great. I pour a lot of my heart into here and coaches really need clear guidelines. So I hope that you will share this podcast with other coaches, you know. Okay, let's break through the bright, shiny object pattern. And so why does this syndrome exist? And why is it so prevalent 
in the coaching world? Well, here's what I think. When your coaching business is new and you've not yet filled your time with clients, you're in a kind of a vulnerable place. You're you're vulnerable because you're yearning so much for more coaching clients, better coaching clients, higher revenues, and also just for recognition that you're valuable, that you're good at this. And what tends to happen, you look outside yourself for the answers. So you go surfing with your credit card in hand. Maybe you have even memorized it. (laughs) And you get out a, a bunch of lists or you click a bunch of ads. And then all manner of offers and opportunities are in your inbox and in front of your face. And they're dangling there like glittering diamonds in front of you. And it's just so tempting. And I've been there. But I want you to know, it still snags me occasionally. 99% of the time when I leap mindlessly at something out of sort of a scarcity mindset, I am regretful that I did that. So we're going to talk more about this. Here's one way of looking at it. Sometimes as a coach, there's this voice inside us saying something like, I'm not skilled enough yet. You know, I don't know enough yet. And that has you reaching for more training for different types of coaching skills or to get more certifications and basically to pile up credentials. And this can get to be rampant. I know some people who have taken years and years and years and years of coach training, but haven't necessarily turned all that into a coaching business yet. So it can become almost a fever, almost an addiction. Now, there's a learned belief under that. And that is that what you know now isn't enough. This may be true that what you know now isn't enough for where you want to be in the end, but it may be enough for where you are developmentally. Or it may be that you're just one step away from where you need to be developmentally. So, you know, obviously there are times when learning more skills will be right for your current situation. But you have to wonder, how many purchases for more skills training are driven by a rational decision? Think about it this way. If you stay endlessly in the student mode, how are you ever going to succeed in your coaching business? You have to step out of that student mode, at least for some stretches of time, a couple years at a time, perhaps. Learning is, I think of it like breathing. It's, you know, the breath in is followed by the out breath. It's a natural rhythm. But if you breathe in and then you hold your breath, your lungs start to wither. <laughs> and eventually the, the, the organism that is you forces your lungs to let out the CO2 so you can breathe in again. So here's the metaphor about this. Information in needs to be followed by integration and action. That's a healthy rhythm. The in-breath is the information in. The out-breath is putting that thing you learned into practice. And that's how you develop. That's how coaches 
all business owners, all human beings develop. Now think about kids. They are in their bodies and in their spirit, but not so much their heads. That's a great example to us. You know, if we can just spend a little bit more time in our bodies and in our spirit, we won't necessarily be so driven by what's in our heads, which is often, often, but not always fear-based. So as a new coach, you will also integrate your learning best by doing things, by getting into practice. Other times the voice inside is saying, but what I'm doing isn't working. So I need to learn how to do something else. That might be true, but maybe it's not what you're doing. Maybe it's that you're not doing it frequently enough. I remember saying to my coach in the first year of my business, nothing is happening. I'm not getting enough clients. And my smarty pants coach said, Rhonda, think about it. What exactly have you done in the last six months to make that happen? Busted. I, <laughs> I had to admit that I had done a few things, but not very much and certainly not enough consistently and not enough rhythmically because as a new coach, I was scared. And so I would do something and then I would pull back. And then maybe a month later, I'd do something and I'd pull back. And I just really wasn't doing it justice. There is another reason why what you're doing may not be working. And that is that your business may not be on a solid foundation. Here's the kind of stuff that coaches reach out for how to write better email subject lines or Facebook ads that get clicks, how to launch evergreen webinars so you can earn while you sleep, how to create your own online programs to earn quote unquote passive income. Then if that isn't enough to tempt you, you read a testimonial of some amazing financial gain that a participant had stuff like I had my first $25,000 day. And you read that or you hear that and your heartbeat speeds up and you're envious and you're embarrassed and you want that $25,000 day too. Well, yeah. And you're buying this program almost without any thought to whether it really is the right thing for you where you are now. And and that means the bright, shiny object, it's got you in its clutches. But if you did instead stop to wonder about the likely massive investment of time and money that that person who made the $25,000 day put in before they made that, or, or maybe even wonder whether they will ever replicate it again, you might have stopped yourself from making the investment or at least paused long enough to really evaluate what's right for you. So I want you to know, it's not that I'm saying that that kind of thing, the $25,000 day isn't possible. It is possible. But we so want to believe that there's a magic bullet and that with it, we'll be able to avoid the hard work. But any financially successful coach or any type of business owner out there, if they're being honest, will tell you the massive hard work that went before their big wins. 
The bright, shiny object syndrome, it's only powerful if there's a place of scarcity inside you that's wanting, 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 and believing you won't succeed without that tactic or without that group or without that panel of experts who are going to show you all of their secrets for just $10,000 in a few days of work. (laughs) That wanting is where that bright, shiny object syndrome lives. Now, I do believe that most programs out there deliver tips that you couldn't possibly know without expert support. And they are sharing valuable approaches that can work. But this is the kicker, guys, and this is really important to take in. Few of those programs are geared for new coaches. Developmentally, new coaches are not ready for what will be thrown at them in most of those programs. So if you enroll in one of those programs, you're already behind the people who are developmentally ready for that program. And so you'll notice yourself watching people get ahas and take leaps, and you're trying to get there with them. But it's fair that you're not able to, because you're just not ready yet. Everything living has a developmental path, and it's absolutely unavoidable. And anything worth learning requires fundamental steps that go before. Children learn to walk by doing the hard work. They see you walk and they want to walk just like you do. And just like you want that $25,000 day, it's the same kind of thing. But the difference is that kids don't have any option. They're in their bodies. They're in their spirit. They're just going to learn by doing. They've got to build the muscle strength and the coordination before they can walk, much less sprint. And the same is true for you, for me, for all of us. If your coaching business is grounded in a solid foundation, then you can apply tactics, maybe even some of those advanced tactics. But if you haven't really completed that foundational work, then those tactics have nothing to apply to for leverage. They have nothing to push against because your foundation isn't there. If you spend time and money on those programs before your time You'll have to wait until your foundation is in place to integrate that learning, to really put it into practice. And you know what they say about learning, that it's best if you, you learn this now and then you apply it, and then you learn the next thing and apply it rather than learn a whole bunch of things and later, maybe a year or two down the road, try to apply them. Most of the coaches who come to me have already spent over 20 grand in training, in mastermind programs, in online programs, and in business apps. (laughs) And for some, it's even over $50,000. That means that even if they had a $25,000 day, they'd be in the red 25,000. So you really do have to think about using your resources wisely. And not just your money, but your time and effort too. And a really sad thing that I hear from those coaches who have spent a lot of money on stuff and, and don't really feel like they have moved forward at all for it is that they don't feel lighter. They feel heavier and their confidence isn't greater. 
In fact, their belief in themselves has dimmed over time with each new program they took. And they're embarrassed about what their families are thinking. And their frustration is peaked to the max. So it just breaks my heart. And yes, it reminds me of my own painful experiences with this when I was early on in coaching. When I was getting started, whenever I would sort of leap at a program, there was this sense of desperation within me. This sort of sense like, this program is going to save me. (laughs) And that desperation is a big clue that something is off balance and possibly a lot is unconscious. And so what you can do if you're in that situation before you plunk down your money, before you press the button, is to think not just with your big, amazing brain, but also with your heart, your intuition, with your higher self to choose mindfully and wisely. The best tip that I know to stop the bright, shiny object syndrome is only reach for the specific help or information that you need right now for your next single step. That really keeps things from getting overwhelming, keeps you from getting into that spinning place where everything's coming at you and you just don't know what to do and you're going to throw money at it. And by the way, when you do reach out for the specific help or information that you need, it doesn't automatically have to be investing in an expensive program unless your higher self affirms it's a great fit for you where you are now. If you are tempted to buy out of anxiety, don't do it. What is your next single developmental step? It could be something really small. Right now, I'm a newbie Instagrammer. (laughs) That's right. I am new to the whole IG world. And I am reading a lot of articles and observing what other successful Instagrammers are doing. And I'm making decisions about what fits for my business and for my audience and for me. And I'm putting as many things that I can into practice just simply by observing. And yeah, there is loads of training out there about how to do ads and videos on Instagram. Everybody says, oh, yeah, you got to be doing ads and videos, you know. But I am not going to jump for those training programs because I'm not developmentally ready for that yet. First, I need to put into practice what I've learned already about how to maximize my profile, the posts, the follows, the stories, all the beginning stuff. And who knows, maybe next week or next month, I will be ready for a training program to help me do ads and videos. But you can bet that I'm going to be very choiceful if I do invest in anything. Consider slowing down the faucet to a trickle, the faucet of information that's coming into your inbox, uh, the number of people whose lists you're on. I promise you won't miss being pummeled by the fire hose. Stick to the things that you're really getting value out of now. If something's helping your mindset, if something's helping you take action and get things into practice, or if something is just making you feel good, we'll stick with it. But if you notice that you're in the swirl, you're really starting to feel this anxiety of, oh, I've got to be doing that and that and that. 
then you know that you've got too much information coming in. So I hope you find this helpful. And part two of this topic, we're going to be talking about how to create success criteria, how to say yes or no mindfully to those other types of opportunities that come your way. I'm so glad you tuned in to Prosperous Coach Podcast. Please share this episode with other coaches. And if you're listening on the iTunes podcast app, review this show. Joel Bass did my theme music. Thanks, Joel.